attention patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. <sighs> J.C., I'm beginning to wonder if I don't live in the twilight zone. Probably do. I mean, seriously, the things that my eyes and ears have observed over the last just few days are so surreal to me. I, I just, I don't think my brain can actually compute them. I mean, you blew me away the other day when you brought me the video from the Democrat Socialist Convention. Oh my goodness, look, we're not going to do that on the show today, but if you have not seen the video from the Democrat Socialist Convention, you've got to go see that. It's like the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. JC brought this to me and I said to him, stop, stop, I don't have time for this stuff. This is a parody. This is not even real. It was real. These people in the Democrat Socialist Convention complaining about being triggered by too much- By hand claps. By, by hand claps. Too much chatter and aggressive sense. Aggressive sense. Aggressive stents. And gender and gender, pronouns. Gender pronouns. I mean, this dude stands up. So you are going to talk about it. In, no, no, no. Just, it's just mind-blowing, JC. It's absolutely mind-blowing. He stands up in the middle of the convention and says, point of personal whatever they call that, comrades. They call each other comrades. Mm. And he's almost crying. He says, stop using, using gender, gender language. language. I have no fear of these people. Yeah, that's crazy. They're, they're insane. I have no fear of these people. If they actually take over the federal government, nothing will ever happen. <laughs> because they can't, they can't even get in a room and talk to each other without having to, no clapping allowed. You have to raise your hands and shake them, right? You don't want to offend somebody with a hidden disability. Invisible disability. Invisible disability. Mark Invisible. Dice has a good video on it. Oh, okay, there you go. He goes through it. It's pretty funny. So because you can't really, you, you can't. can't describe it unless you no. watch it. No, no, it's no, no. insane. Look, I watched it, and I could not accept what I was seeing. <laughs> I watched it, you and I it could was not. A skit. You told I, me that's a skit. No, it's, it's real. a parody. It had to, but it's yeah, just true. So in, go check that out. Insane. Democrat Socialist. If you haven't seen it, Democrat yeah. Socialist Convention. And see Mark Dice because version, because he'll make you laugh it's really hard. Fun. The other part of my surreal experience this week is all of this talk about red flag laws. 
conservatives. Dan Crenshaw, uh, he says, we should not reactively dismiss the notion of red flag laws, but instead have a thoughtful conversation about how they might be implemented by states with ample due process and proper safeguards. You know what I tweeted back to him? I said, we don't have to reactively dismiss the notion of red flag laws. We can historically, realistically, constitutionally, uh, um, principally, we can, according to liberty, we can dismiss them already. Well, here's the thing. If you have due process, you don't have a red flag law. Exactly. So what, I mean, it's sort of an oxymoron. Right. We, we, we should have red flag laws with due process. Okay, so I get eviscerated because I'm, you know, pointing out that Dan Crenshaw, the veteran conservative, right, is this. Whatever. Then Trish Reagan, who is on Fox News, tweets out, we need to ban assault weapons except at shooting ranges. Mm -hmm. What is the freaking point of having an, a, uh, by the way, there's no such thing as assault weapon anyway. All mine you would are think, defense weapons. I would think I Fox News. Yeah, I would think Fox News at this point in time would have instructed every one of their quote unquote journalists that there's no such thing as an assault weapon. Mm -hmm. All right. But mm -hmm. wh what is the point? She says there's no place for them in today's society except at the shooting range. What, wh why do I have a gun at a shooting range? What's the point of having a gun at a shooting range that I cannot use anywhere else? So here's the crazy thing. When you go to Trish Reagan. Because she says it's a sport. Right. Possessing firearms is a sport. That's all it is, mm. a sport. Yeah, so ignoramus, right? So Trish Reagan actually has in her Twitter profile the hashtag live free or die. <laughs> hashtag in her Twitter profile, live free or die. She obviously has no idea what that phrase means. Mm -hmm. So, right. So I'm thinking this is absolutely crazy. What is about this? Ben Shapiro mm -hmm. comes out and says, red flag laws are a good idea. Seriously, Ben Shapiro, to my to my joy, Dana Lesh jumps in and tells Ben Shapiro, you're wrong. Well, she knows she says, I disagree with you on this one. Well, I'm not going to tell Ben I disagree with him. I'm going to tell him he's wrong. What's interesting is one of our my Twitter followers jumped in and said, hey, listen to what Chris Ann Hall has to say about it on her show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to ask you, JC, you've got Crenshaw, right? Crenshaw comes out. Oh, that's the other one. Uh, Crenshaw comes out against the red flag uh, to support red flag laws. You have other Texas congressmen come out and support red flag laws. Republicans. These Republicans. are all Republicans. These are so all far, every person you've mentioned has been a Republican. A Republican. Mm -hmm. A Republican. Right. Yeah. This is no. This, this is where and this is where you attack JC. Right. Go back on YouTube and attack JC because Republicans are not a threat. Conservatives are not a threat. No, they are the threat. No, I, you know what? Here's the thing. There, sure. I'm just going to lay this out here, JC. These people are more of a threat than Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, Dick Durbin, and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but people can't, they don't comprehend that. No. Because they're, they're the ones that then lend credibility yes. to the Marxist argument. And so, and, and then, you know, 
if you're, you you just be just be a veteran or be a Navy SEAL or you know lose a limb in combat and then you're you're you oh know, my goodness you're Jesus you're Congressman Jesus oh my goodness. and everything you say is the gospel and you just have to believe it and 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 swallow it right so it's just, it, I, you know it's kind of nice I like when people like Crenshaw and these guys open their mouth because it's an identification process so then when right. people come out and you know, you you're hating on Crenshaw and you da 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 da. Then you're able to identify. Oh, we have look, to say an idolater. Look, a person who can't think. Look, a mindless status going under the label of conservative. So it helps identify the people because I make this argument all the time. We catch flack about it all the time, and so the liberty movement is is filled with these people. So people look Idolaters. at people look at the liberty movement like this big one homogenous thing and they call it conservative and you know this is the thing i say and it makes people mad Thank we you. get attacked that there's a bunch of statists in this thing and, and i and i've said what have i said there's a give them the right boogeyman yeah and instantaneously they're ready to shred the constitution and destroy your rights all it takes is the right boogeyman so you we we reached that point where i guess enough whatever the number was Enough people have now been shot that you've crossed that line of they're ready to burn the Constitution, you know, and shred your rights. So that, I think that's this what is, states this is, have. Their, this their has rights. to be. This has to be substantial, if not actual, fundamental proof that there's a distinction, a clear distinction between a conservative and a constitutionalist. Absolutely. And here's the thing. I'm I I am self-identified as a constitutionalist. I'm allowed to do that. We're allowed to self-identify in the 21st century. I self-identify as a constitutionalist, which makes me the bad guy. Of course. Right? So somehow in society upholding the constitution and guarding the liberties of the people is an extreme perspective. But I'm going to tell you what um William Pitt the Younger said Necessity, you know, we have to do this for the children. The right, right boogeyman. The right boogeyman. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants, and it is the creed of slaves. If you want to classify our perspective on the Constitution, you want to jump on me for getting uh, in the face of Babin, in correcting Shapiro, telling Crenshaw he's absolutely wrong, then what you all you have to do for me, there's only one thing you have to do for me. You have to simply tell me, are you the tyrant or are you the slave? Because once you identify that the support of the, of the right to keep and bear arms and the liberties of the people is too extreme for you, then you have identified yourself as a tyrant or a slave. Well, I think, and, and let's simplify the argument. Let's clarify the argument, okay? The Constitution and its principles is the supreme law of the land. So... That encompasses that that encapsulates the rule of law. We're talking about the rule mm -hmm. of law. So the argument that they're making is, Chrisanne, there's a reason to not follow the supreme law of land. There's a reason to throw out the rule of law. And they're saying, now, Chrisanne, we don't want to follow the rule of law by actually amending the Constitution. Mm -hmm. We just want to make laws that are contrary to it. So so right. these people who are self-identifying as conservatives 
are saying, let's again, let's be clear. Your argument is we don't want to follow the Constitution. We reject the rule of law because if you want to do these things, right, red flag laws, blah, blah, blah. If you want to do these things, then you have to go through the process of amending the Constitution to remove these protections and insert these things and transforming the rule of law and the supreme law of the land so that these things are allowed. Otherwise, you're saying, well, we don't need the rule of law. Let's just do whatever, you know, whatever, whenever, when the time is right and necessity demands. Okay, so that means you want to go back to uh, a despotic monarchy or oligarchy where whoever's in charge, they get to say whatever you do that day and there just is no framework. There is no rule of law. That's the argument these self-identifying conservatives are making. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you think that just because Trump is president, you don't need to go buy firearms, I think maybe this ought to tell you that you're wrong. If you think just because Trump is president, you don't need to learn how to use those firearms, I'm hoping that these so-called self-identified conservatives prove that wrong for you as well. So I'm gonna, really, we just have a few weeks left to enroll in Defense of Liberty, our constitutional training, hand-to-hand -hand self-defense training, active shooter training, handgun accuracy and precision training, in real life shooter training, August 30th through September 1st in Texas. Make it a family vacation. This is something that I believe that the conservative Republicans are proving that you must do now. And I mean that now. But here's the thing, JC. I'm now a, a determined to be a, a, um, a potential domestic terrorist by the FBI because I'm going to flat out tell you that the actions of these, these conservatives in, should reinforce in your mind and your soul that you need to keep and bear arms. The very idea that we have reached the level of whatever boogeyman that you say. We've reached whatever level of boogeyman that, that you say that has sort of tipped the scale for these so-called conservatives to advocate taking guns from the people who didn't commit crimes, who did not commit crimes, mm, thank you. who have not been committed of any crimes, who have not even been given the opportunity for due process, right? Taking these guns, who's taking them, JC? members of the government right. who are then going to keep those guns for themselves. Taking guns from people convicted of no crimes, given no due process, the government keeping those guns. These are conservative Republicans now, we've got to be clear about this, who want to take the public's guns, put them in the hands of the government, so then the government is the only entity that owns these firearms. Right, and they're we not talking about taking guns from free shooters. No. They're talking about taking, banning, remember Trish Reagan, the conservative, banning, banning yes. taking the weapons from the hundred million gun owners 
who shot no one. This is not about collecting firearms from criminals or whatever. It's and this is the way it always happens. This that's another video. The 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 one guy I guess was in Texas saying this. It, this this is what always happens. Some criminal, some madman shoots somebody, and then the reaction is go after the law-abiding citizens and their weapons. Th those people, the hundred million other people that committed no crime. That's who's target. It's always say this, us. JC. The quote-unquote assault ban, a uh, weapon ban, is a misnomer. It is not a ban. They are not destroying every assault weapon in America. They are not banning them from being produced. They're not even banned, and they're not even suggesting they be banned from distribution. What they're saying is the only people that can have these firearms are people in power in government. They're still going to make them. They're still going to distribute them. They're just not going to let the people have them. Right. You know, it's absolutely yeah. insane. Is the Secret Service turning theirs in? Yeah, right. Is the Army turning theirs in? I'm, I'm are cool. the police officers turning theirs in? Sheriffs turning theirs in? Never. FBI turning theirs in? Never. ATF turning theirs in? Chris Cuomo tweets out, and Chris Cuomo and I have a history of having this this sort of discussion on Twitter, and he tweets out, do you remember what the Second Amendment was created for? That there was no individual right contemplated until Scalia read it into the Constitution. If you are an originalist about the Constitution, you have no basis for thinking that you and not the state controls access. <laughs> This man is a walking example of ignoramus compounded by ignorant arrogance, right? And so I, I challenged Chris Cuomo to a discussion. I said, look, here, I'm going to give you something to read and then let's discuss it. I said, because the founders wrote reams and reams about an individual right to keep and bear arms and their intent for the Second Amendment. And here's the thing, JC. The Constitution yes, is the supreme law of the land, mm -hmm. which establishes this principle of the right of the people to keep and bear arms as a supreme law of the land. But I want to tell you, even if you set that aside, it doesn't change anything because the right to keep and bear arms is based upon natural law, the right of an individual to own himself, to be owned by no one, to the capacity that they can defend themselves. Because if you cannot defend yourself, you are a slave to whomever can defend you. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you want to know more about these essential principles, their placement in our Constitution, the role and the duty of those in government to not regulate our rights, but actually to defend and protect them, ensure them, and the, 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 uh, the immutable connection between our Constitution and the uh, principles of natural law, then you must go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and get your proper education. 
Don't forget to mention we have the opportunity to get this message out to over half a million yes. people, and somebody's offered us, you know, an opportunity to do that. Um, and you know, this got advertisement and interview and, and different things going to cost about uh, $3,800. Right. Uh, you know, to be able to do that, and so you know, if anybody can wants you to imagine donate I mean, contribute. People are always saying, hey, Chrisanne, we want your, your message. It's essential that your message gets out. It's essential that your teaching is spread. It's essential. Well, the beginning is reaching people, right? And what what is the size of the crowd that we could reach with this? 500,000 people. 500,000 people. 500,000 people. And uh, it's going to cost us a little over $3,800. Which is less than one cent. It's a seven tenths of a cent per person. Seven tenths. That's that's huge investment <laughs> on return, don't you right. think? Yeah. Less than seven cents per person is a huge investment on return. Uh, return on investment. So please go to chrisannhall.com and send your donation. Help us build this thirty-eight hundred dollars so we can reach these people. Uh, can you mention the, what, yeah, what you the name go, of the forum is? It's free. It's connected with Free Talk Live, and mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the top top uh, platforms, you know, in, in this area, top, top uh, podcast. And, and uh, so, you know, it's a big deal. I mean, and not just donation, you go to the store, buy, yeah. go get a book there. We have the uh, stuff that's on Liberty First University is available in digital downloads now from the mm -hmm. store. You can get that. You don't even have to, you know, wait on a DVD in the mail or, or trying to track down a DVD player. Uh, you know, so yeah, digital downloads. We have books. Our uh, many of our books are on Kindle. You can, uh, so you can help make this happen. Become a subscriber at Liberty First University. Everything that you do, we can have a mutually beneficial relationship. Uh, we can educate. You can help, and everything that you do will help us reach these half um half a million people in one shot. I mean, seriously. Uh, you know, I think that there is at least you know, three donors out there right now who could meet that $3,800 sure. right now. We need people like we had in 1776 who were willing to fund the message of liberty. And that's all we're asking. You know, just, just help us out in that way in whatever capacity you may have. So does it seem like this is always the way that some bad guy does something and they go after the, the innocent people? And you know, like I said, they're not going to give up their farms. They, first off, they're not going to be able to, con they're not going to confiscate, you know, weapons from the bad guys, mm -hmm. even if it were about that, which mm -hmm. you talked about that before when you, when you, you know, wrote the piece about mm -hmm. red flag laws. It's not, it's not even about the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And because they're not going to be able to take those anyway. Right. right. So they're, they're, not they're, the bad guys they're arguing like a bad guy does something. And essentially their argument is, okay, now let's make the rest of the people defenseless against the bad guys. I mean, they're not, you're not going to come confiscate the guns from the law abiding citizens, much less, you know, the, the, the criminals, unless, unless, you know, you want to exterminate half of the population, which maybe that's what they want to well, do. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, I just, but that's what you're going to have to do. I want to securely play. I want to, I want to securely, I want to secure my position on the FBI list here, because look, I'm just going to ask this flat out question. We now have this TAPS Act thing, which I want to, we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about TAPS. But we have this shooting in Texas now, and now all of a sudden, all of these Texas conservative Republicans are for red flag laws. They're for this TAPS Act, which is absolutely and 
fundamentally offensive to every principle America is built upon. Can I just jump out there and su suggest that it's way too convenient for us to have a shooting incident in Texas in a state that the Democrats need to flip and they need the Republicans to be on board with all of these gun control laws? What state started the red flag laws? Florida. Oh, is that where yeah. we had a shooting took place in Florida, right? Mm -hmm. That was a school. The Parkland shooting. The Parkland and then shooting. All of a sudden, and then we also had the the pri the the shooting at the gay club. And all so all of a sudden, all the Florida reps were for the red flag laws. Were conservative we Republicans. It. it was in other states, but we really launched it on, launched it on a national scale. So now we have shooting in Texas, and and now the Texas. Uh, cadre is pushing all of these things. So Brian Babin, by the way, Babin, it was, it was my Republicans, Texas people can... Republicans in both yes. both situations. Yes, Republicans in both Democrats. situations. Um, so Brian Babin or Babin, I'm seeing it's Babin because there's only one B in his last name. Uh, my Texas people can correct me if I'm wrong. Is pushing this Taps Act. Crenshaw says the solutions aren't obvious, even if we. Dentist. Yeah, he's a dentist. Okay. Babin is a dentist, not Crenshaw. Solutions aren't obvious, Crenshaw says, even if we pretend they are, but we must try. Let's start with the TAPS Act, maybe also implement state red flag laws or gun violence restraining orders. Stop them before they can hurt someone. So TAPS is, what is TAPS? TAPS is the Minority Report. Okay, what is that? TAPS, what is TAPS, TAPS is, is, stand for, what is that? TAPS stands for Threat Assessment Prevention and Safety Act. Okay. There are two versions. Uh, our beloved Senator Marco Rubio has sponsored the Senate version of TAPS. Go figure. And then we have uh, Babin and the other Republicans who have sponsored the House version of TAPS. And it's to develop a national strategy to prevent targeted violence through behavioral threat assessment and management, oh, and for other purposes. This is the you title of there. Always got to have purposes. the other purposes. Now, if you go to Babin's, con you know, U.S. Congressman Brian Babin's website, he's got this handy little flyer about how great TAPS is, right? He says, whether it's a shooting, stabbing, or weaponized vehicle or bombing, mass casualty events are occurring too often. These horrific tragedies are impacting our nation indiscriminately. Well, maybe that's where these countries like Japan and stuff don't want to come here anymore because we no. have U.S. congressmen spouting this garbage. Right? By the way, I want one of those. Always have a weaponized vehicle. A weaponized vehicle, yeah, right? I want one. He says, Americans want a solution, and I believe we found one. He says, and this is the crazy part, JC. I know this has got to make your, your spidey senses tingle. He says, for decades, a process to identify, investigate, assess, and mitigate threats has been in place to counter targeted violence, pioneered by the U.S. Secret Service. Yeah. Right? Behavioral threat assessment and management has been proven successful in protecting presidents, foreign dignities, dignitaries. If this process works to protect them, why aren't we using it to protect our children, children. and local communities? The now, save the children. Save, save the children. Save well, the children. First off, protection of the president and celebrities, as he says, are not the same as the government identifying you as a potential threat and then raiding your home and taking your property. 
Right. That is not the exact same thing. And shame on you, Brian Babin, for asserting that it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to show something to you because in this, this little flyer he has, he has what the TAPS Act will do and how it works. And his first sentence says, we'll standardize and provide a behavioral threat assessment and management process across the federal government. Now, I want to read to you from the TAPS Act itself. Now, this is from uh, page three on my document, but under section four, rule number, th uh, section number three, rule of construction. The national strategy developed under this subsection shall not be construed to be a national standard. So the law itself says it's not a national standard, but Brian Babin says that it will be a national standard. Not only that, if you go through this TAPS Act, JC, it says from section six all the way through uh, to the bottom of section, uh, the beginning of section eight, it talks about implementing the national strategy, implementing the national strategy, implementing the national strategy, all of these things about implementing a national strategy. If you're implementing a national strategy, how does that not become the national standard? Well, you know the slick way that they do it, which he includes in here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They call it's it voluntary. voluntary. It's voluntary. The and states then, and locals don't have to do it. But what if they do? They get grant money. Right. So that's always Ooh, the cha -ching, thing. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Common Core, right? Common Core was the same way. Oh, it's not, it's not national. It's not a standard, this and that. And then we saw how it was where they basically then shaped the system around the common core. And this is the thing, say, oh, well, it's not the standard, but yet if you don't follow that, you're left out in the cold. You're pretty much locked out of being able to do anything with all these requirements piled on you. And then this enticement of the money to the states, which draws the states in, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it is a de facto national standard. So it doesn't matter about this verbiage where they mm -hmm. try to play, you know, verbal gymnastics with the thing. Well, let me explain. You, you see the indication yeah. of where it's at. You can go online. I'm gonna on the show page. I'm gonna have a link to this act so you can read it for yourself. And now that Chris Ann Hall is not trying to, you know, trash the Republicans, but once again, remember the we talked about this this week. The Smith Modernization Act, which allows the federal government to use tax dollars to create propaganda to manipulate and brainwash American people, was created by the Republicans too. And you're right; it's not about trashing Republicans. It's it's the the problem is how that that's used as cover as by cover. some people of excusing what's going on. So this is to create a multi-jurisdictional task force. It's a, it's a government bureaucracy who will be in control of this behavioral assessment elected federal. by no one. Federal bureaucracy. Federal. Federal. What did that, I say? No, you, you said government, but yeah, I'm saying federal. that's one of the problems to some of the stuff that they're talking about trying to do. Okay. It's not a federal this issue. This is important. Nobody elected these people. So the task force will be composed of not more than 24 members, a mm -hmm. secretary who will be a GS-15 or above, right? Yeah. You'll have two representatives from an NGO, two mental health service professionals, a local prosecutor, state or local, two representatives from an educational entity, two representatives from local behavior. Threat. There's a whole list here, right? So the yeah, task yeah. force will be run by a bunch of people who have absolutely no connection to the people that they will be offending. Let's say, what if I asked you, okay, Chrisanne, just offer up what NGO you think might be part of this? What the NGO would they refer Southern to? Southern Poverty Law okay. Center? Is that what you were looking for? 
That's yeah, what it's right, been in the right. past. Absolutely. That's who's advised them in the past. Absolutely. When we come back from this break, I'm going to read to you the most mind-blowing section of this act. I'm a long, long way from my home And I'm going to change all the things I find The Chris Ed Hall Show Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Now more than ever, you need your Got Liberty t-shirt. Wear it to your Dan Crenshaw town hall meeting. Uh, send them to the Trish Reagan at Fox. And, you know, maybe even Ben Shapiro could get a gift in the mail of a Got Liberty t-shirt just as a simple reminder. Um, you know, JC, I have had so many people contact me over the last few months about this tax act. And we're just now covering it because this is such a big deal. I wanted to make sure that I had this thing practically memorized before we did this. But I want to read this to you. All right, first let me ask this question, reestablish what we've taught. Who's going to be in charge of this TAPS? A bureaucracy. A bureaucracy of no one you've elected, right? No, right. Listen to this. This is, let me make sure I have my citation proper here before. I'm, I'm they, they call it a task force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a task force. Which All is right. a, a euphemism for unelected bureaucracy of you know people you don't know. All right, so under Section 5, okay? Under Section 5, the powers of the task force. I hope you have your seatbelts on because this is stinking incredible. Any member of the task force, force, if authorized by the task force, may take any action with the which the tax force is authorized to take by this section. <laughs> any member of the task force may, if authorized by the tax for, task force, take any action which the task force is authorized to take. I can do whatever I decide to do if I give myself permission to do it, if it's something that I said I could do. Thank you. <laughs> The check and nice. stinking balance is itself. And here's the thing. Well, Chrisanne, it's a congressional act. There'll be congressional oversight. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Okay. Section 7, subsection F. Report to Congress once a year. Once a year. A year after we start this program. A year after we start this program, and then every subsequent year, the task force, listen to what the task force does, submit to the appropriate committees of Congress a report on any action taken to implement the national strategy, which shall include the following, and it gives a list of all the things they want to hear. Some does form. it say fill out this form file a report where is the authority of the of congress to actually oversight this this is not oversight this is notification mm -hmm. you're required once a year to notify congress of the tyranny that you're imposing on the american people by a bureaucracy elected by no stinking one so here's a couple problems i have real quick Number one, it's it's a federal bureaucracy encroaching on what ought to be state stuff. Number mm -hmm. one. Uh, number two, this idea of bribing threat, the states into compliance yeah. with money but that this, doesn't even belong to the federal government to begin with. This idea of 
threat assessment by these so-called experts. Mm -hmm. This is the same place we got the same people that gave us that FBI memorandum that mm -hmm. says you're a de domestic terrorist because you have kooky ideas. Yeah, that's I mean, a, basically what it is. We just released an FBI memo that says you are now, it's not about what you've done. No, it's, it's about what you believe. It's about what you believe. You are, a, you are a, a you are a potent, you are a domestic terrorist. Not yeah. even potential anymore. You're a domestic terrorist for your ideas, which we right. don't agree with. Which, and it's not like, you know, oh, this guy's a weirdo or, you know, he's whatever. He's, he's, he's a whack-a-mole. <laughs> we he don't arrest people for being creepy. Yeah, he doesn't, he believes weird stuff. No, it's if you believe weird stuff, you're a domestic terrorist, you're a threat, whatever. Just that level of thought police and, and raising that to that mm -hmm. level. So that's the thing. I mean, that's the kind of thought process that is going to come out of this thing. Let me read this. The threat, uh, the, the task force is to identify individuals who are exhibiting patterns of concerning behavior that indicate motive, intention, or capability, right? Intention. You don't even have to actually do something. You just have to have an interest in it. And now you're, you're, you're can, you can be raided to access whether an individual possesses a threat based on, on articulable facts and then the, the authority, remember the threat to do, the authority to do what you want to do if you say it? Mm -hmm. The authority is the subsequent management of a that threat, threat, right? Oh, but don't worry, funding for this government entity cannot be used to discourage or otherwise encourage legal ownership of firearms. That's why this is, I mean, seriously, I don't know. This TAPS Act is insane. Make sure you read it yourself. I'm going to write up an article. We have to fight this. God bless you guys. See you next time.